I'm Liv. I'm Steve. And this is Fish Out of Water, a podcast for epileptics by epileptics who are not medical professionals. How you doing? Good. Good. It's been a while since I've been here. It has it has <laughs> been a while since we recorded, yeah. Yeah. We uh, had a little hiatus uh, due to many, many busyness things. Plus, we wanted to uh, get new equipment. And hopefully, uh, for all the listeners out there, it sounds a lot better. For us, it seems to sound a lot better. Yeah, we don't sound... Um, we sound as, you know, pulling stuff out of our, of our butt, as usual. <laughs> that part's yeah, still I, there. I can't, it doesn't make me sound more intelligent. <laughs> our voices just sound really good. <laughs> yeah, it actually sounds like us. And uh, there's less... Uh, uh, it, there's going to be a lot less problems after the fact in trying to uh, edit it and so forth. Yeah, because I won't be doing the editing anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> plus, this is one of the reasons I wanted to get the new equipment is I it would just make my life editing a little easier. Yeah. Everybody's life, whoever ends up doing it. So, what have we got for today? Um, Let's see, news. I bungee jumped. Did you? I bungee jumped. That sounds so awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. It was it was terrifying for the first uh, like I went up to the Nymo to to the wild play and mm-hmm. uh, used to be called Bungee Zone back in the day. Yeah, because that's where I went years ago. I did it on uh, oh what's the day on April Fools actually. Oh, um, like in the nineties because back then in uh, the nineties, if you did it naked, it was free. They do that for Valentine's Day now. Oh, is it for Valentine's? Yeah, it's now? Valentine's uh, Day that they do that now. Uh, yeah, so it was my birthday and I wanted to do something that I hadn't done before. And my aunt was just like, Hey, if you still want to bungee jump, I'll pay for your ticket. And I was like, well, okay, sure. So she reserved the slot for me and I jumped off a 150 foot bridge. And I was just like, the first two seconds were the most terrifying moment of my life oh it's the gut pull it was yeah but as soon as like my stomach like you know came out of my mouth (laughs) (laughs) it caught up to you it it was the most surreal feeling ever i i I, only people that have bungee jump know what i'm talking about trying to explain it to it's not the fall that kills you anyway so it's the landing so (laughs) and you don't land you just you just bounce. It, it was it was <laughs> and there isn't even like a like a yank it's so subtle it's going it, it's it's quite awesome it's in it's so amazing and fear has always held us back well at least me back being afraid of doing what could be like everyday things for other people mm-hmm. and i didn't let it hold me back with this what it's even people that that aren't fish are like there's no way i'm doing that but i am and i know it probably wasn't the smartest thing i've ever done but i did it anyway well you know when people start saying to me like and i remember when i first started having seizures it was uh there was a lot of people saying what i couldn't do and for me that was annoying and i and i have kind of an obstinate personality anyways uh, so when people start saying, you can't do this, you can't do this, I'm like, I'm going to find a way to do this because you know what? You're not telling me to do anything. And I know that's an obnoxious kind of uh, trait, uh, especially when you're talking to doctors and so forth. But it's it, it ended up working out for the best because I had a good way of saying, okay, nowadays it's like, okay, I understand what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. 
this is what I want to be happy in life though. And let's, let's make that work rather than I'm just not going to do what you tell me to do. Yeah. I was told like, don't have a bath. You can drown. Like I was told you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't drive. I'm not going to drive. I'm not going to drive. I would be a terrible driver, but being told, you know, you can't bungee jump, even though I feel like it was a given, it was never actually said to me, you can't bungee jump. It was just kind of like a, yeah, probably. But what's going to happen? You, you, you're you just going to be like a little fly trapped on a spider web. You know, you're just going to be flopping around there, bouncing up and down. I mean, it's... you're not going to hit anything. Exactly. <laughs> Your feet are restrained. So that is one of the rules. Don't restrain. But I mean, it's it, not your entire body being restrained. And really the restraint it's is more ankles. to do about hitting something. Yeah. It, because or you're bruising. Hit... Yeah, bruising and stuff. Yeah. But if you're in the air, it's like being weightless, you know. Yeah. You're... What are you going to really you're damage? You're not going to hurt anyone no no, it's gonna be just fine uh yeah so because we've been away for so long we didn't really have time to do a famous fellow fish or a not so fun fact but we have had people send us questions Mm -hmm. and uh we've decided to do a Q and a episode along with a list seeing of um things that have been offending fellow fish yeah and this is going to be an interesting one for me because I'm, I'm i'm someone who takes most things in stride so i'm probably going to play the devil's advocate for a lot of this <laughs> where i just simply don't get offended that easily but i i which is not to say that i don't understand the offense sometimes but I'll be saying it from one kind of perspective, my perspective, obviously, and Liv's going to have it from her perspective. And uh, we'll, we open it up to you, uh, by all means. Uh, Liv can give you our details about where you can write us, leave us your ideas and issues you've had with uh, some of the language. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah, but, send uh, us your hate. Send us your hate that yeah, I'm tell- sure we will get for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us what it is that made you uh, angry. Yeah, um, exactly. What is the exact verb we used that pissed you off? That made your blood, your your heart rate just go up a tiny little bit. Yeah. Please send us that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there and you'll see what we mean when we get there. So. Yeah. Alrighty. For the Q&A, we have uh, three questions that I selected. And okay. I figured as opposed to spending five minutes on one, we'll time ourselves and try and get our best answer into a 70 second we'll both answer the same question we'll just be taking turns doing that so so how long did you want 70 let's go 70 seconds because we're both answering the question all right okay so this thing's gonna go off repeatedly just so you know (laughs) you can always do it as a timer and that might be a little easier okay so all right steve this one was sent in from shelly how do you get over the feeling of being a burden. Go. Yeah, I can answer that in 70 seconds. Um, <laughs> let's see. How do you get over the feeling of being a burden? Um, I think part of it is uh, coming to a point where you accept uh, limitations and you accept the fact that what you can do is in your control and what you can't do is out of your control. So for me, uh, I never like feeling like I'm a burden to anyone. Uh but you have to accept the fact that help is necessary sometimes. And that goes for anybody in any field, in any part of their life, to be honest. But it, when you have a condition that requires other people to take care of you, I think it's really important that you learn to accept what help you can get. 
and just honestly, it's it's one of those things that uh, takes time. I found it took time for myself. I could not get over it right away because I wanted to do everything, and I was a person who was doing everything. And you know, in half the time, I'd be falling on my ass, uh, having a seizure because they hadn't figured out my meds yet, and I just had to accept it. And uh, I don't know what there is beyond that except trial and error. Wow, you did it! Oh my god, that was that was <laughs> that was impressive. I was I was really expecting you to go over and me being able to. Ah, no, shut up! I don't know. Trying to cut you <laughs> off in a very dramatic way. I was also watching the timers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. To answer your question, Shelley, you can't. Everyone is a burden. And not, not just fish, everyone. Everyone is a burden to someone, and it sucks. No one likes feeling that way, but sure enough, everyone is going to be a burden in your day. You go to you go to work, and there's that one coworker that's in a pissy mood, and you're like, well, you're going to drag my day down. They're, they're a burden. And they're just a coworker who... Uh, was stuck in bad traffic in the morning, and that's why their day is bad. We, unfortunately, get to have a seizure and put someone's day out. And, yeah, that sucks. And we feel really bad about it because, yes, it is more of a burden than someone being stuck in bad traffic and just being a dick about it toward everyone else. But, no, we... At least we can't help it. (laughs) They're choosing to be a burden and choosing to put people out. We, it's not our fault... It's not our fault we're a burden. At least that way we can control that thought. It's not our fault we're a burden. So no, you you can't stop. There is... Oh, I went over. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you got your point across. Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. All right. Question two. How do you safely live independently sent in by Liz? Go. Well, this one's going to be very, very different depending who you're talking about. For myself, uh, I live like a normal person. Occasionally I have... What's a normal person? Well, exactly. (laughs) But a normal person is basically the whole spectrum. You could do just about anything. Now, for me, I don't have to do too much different besides take medications and be careful about how I exercise. Um, And I loved exercising, so I had to tone that down. That was one way I had to live with it. But uh, if you get someone who has uh, multiple seizures in a day and uh, need someone to actually care for them, that's going to look a little differently. Uh, For those people, I can't really answer that too much because I've been to the point where I've had a couple seizures in a day and then I'd had to go to the the hospital and uh, deal with it that way. But independent living, uh, I can pretty much manage right now. So how does it look when you can't do that? How do you keep your independence? Well, find the little things in life that you love and own them and make them yours. I think that's one way to be independent. Okay. Oh, you did it before. Okay. I didn't get to cut you off. My turn answering that question. Let's see. I have never lived independently. Ever. I have never lived on my own. So I don't have an answer for this question. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I don't have an answer to that question because I've never lived independently. So I'm just going to have to take Steve's advice and hope that I never do live independently. My husband stays with me or if he passes away, God forbid, because of course he's not going to die. He'll never die. My son will stay with me. And 
I will be the ultimate burden toward him. I'm going to Norma Bates <laughs> the crap out of that kid. He's going to love me forever. This is the reason why people should have kids. It's insurance. <laughs> no, I had my kid because, oh God, there are so many reasons. He's just the best kid ever. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have an answer for that question. It's so Liz, I'm so sorry. Liz, I can't answer It's your so question. independent or, or individual. Uh, there's so many factors that go into that. Yeah. I don't know. More detail next time, please. <laughs> I'm just afraid to be alone. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. How do you live independently? I don't know. And I don't want to know. Okay. Third question. Explain your aura. So I guess that's a question for both of us because everyone has a different aura. And this was sent in okay. by Kenneth. So t- good luck answering this in 70 seconds. Steve, explain your auras. Go. You know, when you first said that question, I thought this is one of those hippy dippy kind of questions. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, no. The aura is about. orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, mine's, yeah. So how do I explain my aura? Well, it's it's slightly green. Um, no, my <laughs> my auras are very strange and they've changed over time. So to be uh, simple, it started out uh, with a lot of auditory hallucination. Like uh, I would hear things and I think people were talking to me and I would be looking around seeing who was talking to me and there was nothing there. And I usually knew that that was a good indicator that something was not quite right. Could you like recognize the voice? Like, no, it was like, it was like almost like white noise, but voices. Oh, okay. Um, it sounded a lot like voices anyway. And then usually I had a few other sensations. Next thing you know, I'm waking up off the ground, chew- <laughs> having chewed half my tongue off. Oh. Uh, anyways, that's how they started. They've changed a little bit. They're a lot more subtle these days. Oh. So oh. I have to pay attention more. Before it was pretty oh. obvious. I have to pay attention more now and not be obstinate. Because really? sometimes I'll just try and power through something when it's not a good idea. Oh, okay. Right, okay. To answer your question, Kenneth, regarding my aura, yeah, mine hurt a lot. The feeling starts in my uh, right hand. Uh, Yeah, so I feel like hot, sharp pain just like shoots right up my arm, my my right arm, and then up into the right side of my face. And then I feel a sense of doom or a horror flash, like I'm about to die. Um which is different than the bungee jumping. That was a different kind of I'm about to die. (laughs) Yeah, it's just really, really hot and really, really sharp and really, really scary. Thankfully, it lasts about 10 seconds and I'm able to, like, uh, call for help or... Usually I'm in, I'm in bed when I'm having the seizure, so I'm okay. able to wake Ben up and be like, help him having a seizure. Sometimes um, I'll have an aura and no seizure happens, mm-hmm. and that just is just annoying, really. Or it'll just be like a sudden, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a hard thing to... Uh... Wrap up in 70 seconds? Maybe we'll yeah. go more in depth into, hey, send us your auras. Yes, yeah. send us your auras. It sounds um, so hippy dippy. Yeah, send us your auras. <laughs> what color are they? What do they feel like? Are they soft? Are they fluffy? <laughs> oh man. Okay, so recently, um, I have found out that some epileptics have been. Uh, there are some terms that can be hurtful or irksome, or you can get go on the offense if uh, if they are uttered or said. I'm not sure. Maybe it's like said by who. They, they, they could be also just annoying when you hear them a lot. Um, mm, that's true. Now, now, 
I'll play devil's advocate for a lot of these, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why when we get to them. Uh, but certainly, I'm not telling you what to be offended by and what not to be offended by. But this is just our points of view yeah. on this as two voices. Yeah, a lot so. of people don't understand that you don't get to decide what hurts someone's feelings. No. So it, this is not me saying that. I, I can only speak for myself. Right. Okay, so one is uh, brainstorming. A term mainly used for coming up with new ideas was once used by a psychiatrist to refer to someone having nervous attacks. So sometimes people have been taking the term brainstorming. Mm-hmm. People being fish have been taking brainstorming to be like, you know, that hurts my feelings. And I, I understand, like, that doesn't hurt my feelings no, at all. I don't Because, like, I... Well, a lot of people will say, like, um, when they explain it to their kids, like, when I say to Harry, if he sees a seizure, if he sees one, he's only seen, like, three, mm-hmm. uh, I'll say, I just had a lightning storm happen. Because, uh, you know, how do you explain a seizure to a three-year-old? Well, yeah. I mean, um, you really have to use simple language. Yeah, exactly. You have to really dumb it down. And it's like, okay, well, I just had a brainstorm. <laughs> Hell, I, I have to dumb it down for people that just simply... <laughs> that can be adults that simply don't know very much about seizures. Yeah, I've I've so. watched. Um, uh, did you have you watched the movie uh, Brain on Fire? No. Uh, it's really a fantastic movie based on a true story. Uh, she doesn't have epilepsy, but she does have absent seizures in it. Okay. And I there are so many people that watched it that didn't know absent seizures were a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, really? You didn't know? Like everyone thinks seizure, you're you're on the ground. Yeah, you're flopping water. around like yeah, a fish. Yeah, they don't think you're just standing there staring at something. Yeah, people that I really thought would know that, too. I was really surprised that they didn't know that. Well, when you live it, it's uh, you become an expert. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right. Illness. Epilepsy is a neurological condition, not an illness. Uh, see, the, it's. I think it's uh, semantics in my mind with those things. Like, uh, yeah, it's a neurological disorder, but... It's whether you prefer something being called a uh, disorder or an illness. It's like it amounts to the same thing um, mm. because a disorder is... Now, the, the, the way I could see some of people taking it uh, wrong is uh, an illness means something's wrong with you. Well, yeah, uh, you're having seizures. There's something is wrong with you. Yeah. Uh, something's wrong with me when I'm flopping around. I don't particularly care to do that. <laughs> but the illness is... And the reason... This is kind of going on the medical side of it. Mm-hmm. An illness is something that you know this is the thing that's causing the seizure but it's not the seizure a lot of people who have various uh seizures or epileptic episodes and stuff there's something wrong that's causing that it could be an imbalance chemically it could be something that's uh like scar tissue on the brain it could be a number of things so that there's a difference how medical terms are used on whether it's an illness or a disorder it's a disorder of the brain when you're having seizures, but it's not necessarily an illness unless it's caused by an illness. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I was um, doing research for my next uh, not-so-fun fact. That's, that's actually part of it, so stop stealing my shit. <laughs> um, one that irks me, and it's actually not on this list that, I, that I'm looking at, is uh, handicap. Okay. That, which would, I guess, fall underneath this both illness and the next one is disorder so i guess i think those are kind of the same thing they fall under the same category you could be one or the other yeah 
annoyed with one or the other. Um, they're used disorder, very specifically. That would that would piss me off for yeah. sure. Um, okay, but it, handicap. Okay, really. I mean, I, again, it's just that's to anyone who does have a handicap. I'm sure it would be irksome for them. Yeah. The well, the thing is, is that a handicap is uh, by definition is just something that's uh, reducing your ability. Uh, to do something right yeah it's a handicap i mean you get them in uh when you uh, are down one player in hockey yeah it's like, a handicap i remember uh, um that's all I it was, is i was playing pool with an ex-boyfriend once mm-hmm. and he was way better at it than me so he's like here i'll give you a handicap and i'm like don't call me that and <laughs> he, he was like what the hell just happened <laughs> yeah i'm giving you a break i'm being bad for you and yeah <laughs> I'm like, no, don't treat me like I'm, like, precious or breakable. Okay, so (laughs) does it have more to do, then, with the way people treat you rather Mm. than the terminology? Because quite often I think they go hand-in-hand for some people, and so they associate one with the other. Medically, these these terms all have a meaning, and they use them very specifically. So if you're handicapped, for instance, you had an arm blown off in a war, and I've known some people that have had issues like that technically they're handicapped yeah don't tell them they can't do stuff though no my brother-in-law is in a wheelchair and he's uh played rugby in the olympics exactly yeah i mean so way to be handicapped (laughs) yeah so here's the thing it's like if it's annoying you because you think some people will treat you differently then i understand that okay that that is very understandable yeah you don't want to be treated differently you just want to be treated like a person Mm -hmm. um that's what we all want. Wow, well, exactly. And ultimately, accepting help on certain things. Like you need someone to say that person that had uh, half an arm blown off, you know, and they got them a very excellent prosthetic, you know, through the military. And they got an excellent prosthetic. Okay, well, that's help. That's the type of help you can accept. Yeah, getting medication. That's help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, the vast majority of epileptics, they take medication. Mm-hmm. So... Excellent. You really should stay Which on you, your meds. Yes, and if they're not working, then talk to your doctor. Don't just go on and off them. They're no. not good meds to do, do that. Do not do that. Yeah. Okay, here's one. If people haven't taken offense to this and they are um, avid listeners of the podcast, you've been pissing people off. Yeah, probably. Fit. Fits of laughter. Fit. Yeah. The term seizure. The term seizure is preferred, Steve. Does, there are enough? many different types of seizures. <laughs> a convulsion is a term of a seizure involving stiffening and jerking of the body. Fit implies the outburst, like a tantrum or loss of emotional control. This, so <laughs> this one, in part, I think, is also uh, cultural in the sense that if you go to Europe, England. You know, mm-hmm. Wales, places like that. Yeah, I don't have a fit. Having a fit, or they're having a fit, is a term they use for people having seizures. Yeah, yeah, I it's learned common. that from Harry Potter. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a common thing. It's 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 a term, and so it's a little different here in North America, and I can understand that. But it comes from initial. Once again, is it coming from a place of concern, or is it coming from a place of ridicule or mocking? exactly like if a fish says it. Is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if a fish says it. Like, uh, Ben, actually, the other day, Ben's my husband, sometimes I'll, the day I'm going to have a seizure, I kind of slur my words. It's mm-hmm. like the startup. So I'll be like, oh, my words are kind of slurring. I'm I'm uh, stammering a lot today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kind of turn to Ben and be like, oh, I'm probably going to have a seizure tonight. 
uh, and it's probably like a little seizure happening in my brain right then when that's happening. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, he was stammering over his words and he goes, well, I guess it's my turn to have a seizure. And I went, that's not funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have. He's married. He's married to a fish, and even then, I'm like, he's not a fish. He doesn't get to say that. I I have a dark sense of humor, so well, we know because you do fits of laughter. Way to be like so offensive. Let let me know that (laughs) if you want me to change the name of that. No, no, it's it's here's here's the thing. Also, is uh, oh, I had a point and it just went out my ass. Um, I don't (laughs) I don't know where it went. Okay, I know what it was. When I work in mental health, yeah, uh, you have to speak on people's level. So a lot of people, especially if they are street entrenched, they swear a lot. They don't mean anything by it. That's just a common language. It was a common language when I was in the military. We swore a lot. It's a common language at the dojo. I know. <laughs> so here's the thing. It's like, is swearing bad? Well, if you're using it as common language to communicate. Put an then, emphasis on something. Yeah, I don't really think it is. But if someone is saying something directly to you and using language in a way that is offensive intentionally, mm-hmm. then there's a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same thing as with fit. If someone is saying, oh, that idiot's having another fit on the floor, well, then that's you being used offensively. He could say the same words, they're having another seizure on the floor. And you could say that with a lot of ridicule and mm-hmm. it wouldn't matter. The words mean ridicule. Yeah. Okay. But you can say it and say, oh, they're having a... There's a bit, they had a bit of a fit and the poor person uh, had to sit down for a while. Mm-hmm. That's just language. Yeah, that's like saying, uh, I remember one time I had a seizure at work and uh, someone called Ben and I um, I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me, but he said, yeah, uh, Liv had an episode because I guess he didn't know what to call it. So, Which is fair. Yeah, that's... Most people don't actually have to deal with this nonsense. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> or they don't realize they do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this one... If this one pisses you off, man, we've just been offending people from the beginning of the mm. very first podcast. Epileptic. I, I don't know what else you'd call it. The person is a human being first. Okay, Steve. A person with epilepsy second. Okay. A person with epilepsy is more appropriate term to use. Like most of us, people with epilepsy dislike labels. These feelings can be explained by the phrase epilepsy is what I have, not who I am. Okay. <laughs> I think this comes down again, uh, me being devil's advocate on this one. It comes down to intent um, yeah. in a way to explain something. If And it's context, right? Yeah. So if I'm talking about someone like, okay, we're going to say we're going on a big road trip yeah. and we're all talking about who's going to take over driving jobs and not you, me. Yeah, well, well, this is what I'm getting at. It's like if we say, okay, Liv is uh, going to be with us, but she's epileptic, so she can't drive. Context is everything. That makes sense because I'm explaining yeah. why you can't drive. It could drive. even be tone of voice if you're like, oh, she's epileptic, so she can't drive. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah. there's so much to language more than actual language. Yeah. I mean, communication. You know, It's it's just one of those tone things. Tone of voice is honestly everything of with those conversations. Is. Oh, my God. I mean, if you say, oh, God, that person's Jewish. If you say something you know? <laughs> with gritted teeth. If you say anything like that, Karen is so cute. Uh, like... 
Like, oh, I mean, like, <laughs> you could make anything sound nasty. Yes, just I'll by marry you. The- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so this is the thing. It's like, for me, language, yeah, I understand it's important to people. And some people have a sensitivity to some things. And I'm okay with that, too. Everybody has a different existence. And you may have had that used in that term negatively mm-hmm. for long enough that that term is permanently negative to you. And I can understand that. That's fine. That's cool. Um, I like to look at things as like, what was the context and what was the person using it in the context? So all of these, and once again, I'm playing devil's advocate here pretty strongly. So I'm very much like, I can understand if any of these are offensive. Let me know if any of these are offensive. I would like to know that. Well, that's the thing. I just printed them off and said, these are offensive to some people. And some people, yeah. It's actually like coming up on these Facebook groups more often now. And people are literally saying epileptic is the term that they don't want used and i get it it's a title it's slapping a title on it and i do mm-hmm. understand we do that with everything the per- humans. that's true Every- everyone seems to have a label but the person is a human being first mm-hmm. i just did air quotes and a person with epilepsy second so usually i do say i have epilepsy as opposed to introducing myself as i am an epileptic i i and i do that even subconsciously okay um the thing is, the definition of an epileptic is someone who has had two seizures that are not caused by something like uh, too much drinking, bonk on the head, stuff like that. Yeah. So... More or less unexplained. Unexplained seizure is yeah. the definition. If you have two or more, it's like being a serial killer. If you've killed, at least in Canada... Oh, I know so much. <laughs> in Canada, if you have killed... Uh, two people or more, you are a serial killer. If you, in the States, it's three or more. So if you kill one person, you're not a serial killer. If you kill a lot of people in one spot, it's then called a mass, mass murderer. murderer. We yeah. know a lot of stuff. Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, the serial killing should be uh, similar in nature, though. Yes, I, I agree. A lot of... Ha- yeah. Okay, wow. Just Otherwise, a whole you're, you're new just a conversations person. coming. <laughs> oh my God, please leave this in. Okay, um, but that actually, it, it reminds me of this friend and that tone of voice was on purpose there this friend i had in high school so i didn't have a lot of girlfriends in high school i i I had a small handful i was friends with mainly guys and i wanted to tell this girl that i was very close with uh that i lost my virginity and i was so i go to her and i'm like i i lost my virginity i had sex for the first time and she goes god you're so promiscuous (laughs) and i'm like do you know what that word means? I've had sex this Appar- one singular time with this person I've been with for quite a while now. I suppose. And- <laughs> I mean, like, it's not. It's by definition, it's not. It's incorrect. It's very incorrect. Like, the basically, she slut shamed me the second I told her I lost my virginity to my boyfriend. People are weird. Oh, God. She was just the worst person. So, no. yeah, that's why I was like, friend. she was a friend of me. Like, that's. She is the definition of that word. Oh, another title. But yeah, that's like <laughs> promiscuous epileptic. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it, it honestly reminded me of that. Is for, the, for the ride. Yeah, except that that one wasn't true. I, I mean, if you are promiscuous, as long as you're safe and you're not hurting one, Who anyone and it's consensual, Go for it. Once again, I don't care. It's, no. it's, if I care you if do you're you. hurting people, if you are you hurting you. people. So, like, if you hurt yeah. someone by calling well, them an off... Yeah. Okay, if someone goes out of their way to tell you, please don't call me that, 
then I'll try then my best. Don't. But here's the thing um, that I think people need to also be a little bit forgiving about. People have set, uh, like, for instance, say fit, the word fit does annoy you. And you ask someone from England uh, not to use it. They're, they're, and they genuinely try. But they it will probably come out every once in a while because that's their language. Mm. So it's like someone trying not to swear after they spent a lifetime swearing. Oh, God. It's having, very difficult. Having kids when you swear like a sailor. Yeah. I used to swear so much. I swear oh, a like, lot less now. Oh, God. Steve can tell you about yeah, this. Yeah, I cleaned my language up for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And I had to... St- oh, God. And my kid is just... He's repeating everything. I was watching Grey's Anatomy the other day. And the character uh, Shepherd, he said, "Oh, damn it!" And Harry goes, "Damn it!" And I'm like, <laughs> "No!" I mean, "Oh, how do I react to this?" It was really funny, but yeah. um, okay. Grand mal or petty mal? These terms once used to describe seizures. We are now we now understand there are many different types of seizures. So these terms are too general, outdated, and inappropriate to use. Yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. Uh, it, well, it, it, it's it's old. It's like they used to call uh, people with um, people that uh, take insulin for uh, diabetes. Di- thank you. Type Di- one and type two. The- yeah, they, they they used to call it. Uh, it used to not be type one, type two. It used to be uh, insulin dependent uh, diabetes and non insulin dependent diabetes. That being insulin dependent diabetes was the one that you were born with or had issues right from a kid, and then you needed to be on insulin for the rest of your life. Hmm. Because the other one was not considered bad enough, typically, to need insulin. Just maybe metformin or something like that. Something along those lines to help guide your issues. But because of the advent of soft drinks and a lot of uh, people drinking more pop and eating more bad food these days, they had to change the terminologies because a lot of the people that were on non-insulin dependent diabetes were dependent on diabetes. Right. Or, and then or were dependent the, on insulin. Uh, gestational as well oh, of course there's a lot which of ways got, to get it but ultimately they, so now they've just classified it as type one type two yeah basically type one uh is everything you were born with it sucks to be you you, you got second it. one is you ate too much now you have it essentially or other oh, reasons now i'm just offended on. like everyone with type 2 diabetes well, it, <laughs> see it's just terminology so with grand mal and petite mal it's what they used to use uh for the big type of uh seizures and the smaller type of yeah are you grand you go out of your way to have a seizure or you're tiny <laughs> and you hide in a corner and have one so now you got uh, tonic clonic you got uh all of the other ones we talked about this last oh, time god a bit yeah too. that was a long episode yeah it was gonna, <laughs> in the future by the way we're going to try and break these episodes into smaller chunks so that it's a little easier for people yeah. uh, to listen. And we're and it might have an episode that'd be part one, part two. Yes. That's kind of our goal in the future is smaller, easier to digest. Yes, we're having meetings before episodes <laughs> and going, okay, this is our goal. Uh, okay, so that one, my little bit when it comes to grand mal and petty mal, people who don't know much about seizures, but the just generalized terms are grand mal or petty mal. I tell them, I look like I'm having a grand mal because I have partial seizures. I look like I'm having a grand mal, but I'm able to hear and see everything. So I say, I look like I'm having a grand mal, but I'm not. That's just, that way people know what I'm talking about. I think ultimately there's like a shorthand that's okay for people to use if they're not familiar with something, layman's terms. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the layman's terms. And we have to expect layman's terms from layman. Uh, so people that don't have regular experience with it 
it's just the way yeah. it is. They're going to have to have terms that are going to be easier to use for them. And I'm okay with that. Uh, but as long as you don't stick crap in my mouth when I'm having a seizure, <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. You know, don't, don't stick a spoon in there, please. Uh, that should be fairly clear. That hasn't been a thing for years. I think that's come up nearly every episode. So if he hasn't got his point across, he likes having spoons <laughs> put in his mouth, guys. <laughs> Go out of your way to put spoons in his mouth. If there's food in it, that's okay. <laughs> if there's no food in it, why is it there? doesn't need to be. All right. Uh, controlled. Seizures may be controlled with medication. The term controlled epileptic implies the person needs to be restrained in some way. No. Uh, what? No. I don't get that. No, that, that's that, just... That's no. looking for something to be pissed off That about. That is. That's going out of your... I'm sorry. Way. No, when I hear controlled epileptic or like controlled seizures, I think, you lucky asshole. Exactly. That's what I think of. <laughs> I think, oh, you douche. Oh, happy for you. So happy for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, That is all the time we have for today. Do you have a joke? Do you oh, have God. a do you have a seizure of laughter? Do you have a <laughs> a seizure of laughter? A seizure of laughter? Do you have a Oh, yeah. Laughter? Okay. Fits of laughter or seizures of no, laughter. No, let's do fits of laughter. We it we can say it. Better. We have British people in our family. Yeah. So it's okay for us. We're British a, by <laughs> I think I have a few Welsh sheep lovers. Everyone's got there. someone back there that's All right. What do you call 500 epileptics on a dance floor? What do you, I don't know. What do you call A foam party. <laughs> I had heard it before. Oh my God. It's better than the other one you did that one time. Right? Uh, yeah, I've had some pretty terrible jokes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a shout out to, I cannot remember your name, but you, uh, I posted on the epilepsy page or one of them that I bungee jumped because I, you know, look at me, look at me. I jumped, I bungee jumped and she told me that she skydived for the same reason. Oh, nice. Say like. Good honor. Fear's not going to hold me back. This is for you because, dude, you did exactly what we did, and that's amazing. Oh, well, actually, you did a way more badass thing. So the shout-out is to you. I'm going to say Kelly. I'm probably wrong. So okay. Kelly the Fish, your name isn't Kelly. Kelly if it the is, fish. then I'm proud of myself. Just digging myself into a hole. Yes, you are. Yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. shout-out to the fish that have bungee jumped. Shout-out to the fish that don't let fear hold you back yeah let's do that as a general shout out yeah general shout out if the fear be careful yeah but don't yeah. let fear ruin your life know your limits but at least push them yeah uh and remember to reach out to us with any thoughts corrections questions or ideas for at fish out of waters 101 at outlook.com we now have a facebook page fish out of water colon carpe diem and our twitter twitter handle is at fish podcast 101 again email is fish out of water 101 at outlook.com facebook page fish out of water colon carpe diem and our twitter handle is at fish podcast 101 i can't believe i said that good job thank you let's do a little sign off here all right carpe diem get it <laughs>